Welcome to my Life Beyond Postnatal Depression podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scolling, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. Hey everyone, today we're diving into a concept that there is no right or wrong. I know you're going to say to me, but Susan, if I don't put that egg into my pancake mixture, then my pancakes will flop. Or if I don't attend my dentist appointment, they're going to charge me for it. Or if I tell Jane she's a big fat slob, to me that's totally wrong. Sure, not putting that egg into that particular pancake mixture may really impact the taste and quality of those pancakes. But imagine if you went camping and you forgot the eggs for your pancake mixture, but you thought, what the heck, I'll add a beaten up banana instead. Sure, it'd be different, but that's okay. And I'm sure your dentist might charge you for missing your appointment, but if you're in a car accident or your kid had a broken leg, missing the appointment and paying for it doesn't mean that you've done something wrong, nor does just plain forgetting about it. It just means you're human. You could possibly learn from the experience, and yes, you could get more organized or realize that life happens and it's okay. Also, telling Jane that she's a big fat slob is is something that you would never do. Because you're a nurturer for your relationships. You love on the people around you and it's just not in your DNA to do it. So it's not really something we need to talk about anyway. In part, we're talking about values here. What's important to you and I think it would be valuable to have a chat in the future about that. So I'll block in some time in a future episode. For now though, we can go through life in a state of control because we think our way is the best way to do something and everyone else is wrong. Yep, some people do this and I've totally been guilty of it and I'll tell you a secret of how we can move through it shortly but let's keep continuing this discussion on right and wrong. I love to have a home for everything. The knives go in the knife block, the cutlery has its own home in the cutlery drawer, the linen goes in the linen press folded in a certain way on a certain shelf, the pantry is set up so I know where the cans are, where the dry food is, where the snack food is, where the spices are, etc. I have all my favourite websites categorised and in folders, they're quick to reference and quick to find. These things make my life easier, which means I don't have to think each time I go out and I go to find things. But other things like finances or cooking or cleaning, boy, are they done differently in our home. Chris and I have such different approaches to these things that we can sometimes end up in an argument about them or we avoid them or we know going into the conversation that we're going to have differences. So for me, I really like slowing things right down to like a kindergarten pace just to avoid the tears. Here are a few examples. When talking cryptocurrency, it's important to know which currency or crypto, sorry, it's important to know which currency you're talking in because one day it can be worth X dollars in Australian dollars and the next day it can be worth Y in US dollars. Just tell me what, what it's worth in AU dollars every day. Don't chop and change the currency or you're going to get you're going to get inconsistent responses from me, plus I'm going to believe that I don't understand crypto when it's just like the share market, albeit more volatile. Or when hanging clothes out on the clothesline, clothes must be in the 
correct way and you must use the same colored pegs for each piece of clothing. Apparently it makes them dry better. Uh-huh. Me thinks not. It drives Chris bonkers that I don't use the same colored pegs when here are his lovely color coordinated pegs hanging beautifully from shirt to shirt, undies to PJs, trousers to shorts. It's a symphony. Then there is my love for cooking where things don't have to be perfect. If I'm making pancakes I need, and I need one cup of self-raising flour, I don't need to run the knife over the top of the cup to make sure it, not a single drop of flour gets in more than necessary. Because, ah, it won't work perfectly. <laughs> Chris, on the other hand, is a bit more precise. And I'd say a bit more than a bit more precise. He likes a recipe because that's what recipes are for and it has to work. Sure, in the future, he might evolve the recipe, and he does, but it's very well thought out. The beauty of life is there's more than one way to do something. In fact, there are billions of ways to do things because we're all different and we do things slightly differently. Take the English language, for example. Listen to the people around you. Are they talking what's known as proper English? Or are they talking slang? Or are they talking broken English? What words are they using? How are they different to the words you use? And what tone do they say their words with? I had a boss once who swore a lot. And he just swore. Um, and it was, it was just his thing. He didn't do it in formal meetings unless he'd read the room and he knew the people. But where he, where, where he was talking to his team, having a joke with someone or getting a coffee, his Irish accent would come out and he'd say, for fuck's sake, Susan, and then go on with whatever he was whinging about. He wasn't normally whinging about me or the team. He was just wondering when people would get their shit together and take responsibility for the lives, for their lives. It was quite funny. But what I knew was if he was swearing and getting feisty in an in a discussion or argument with me, then I would swear back at him and he'd stop swearing for a bit. See, we're all so very different. And our role here on earth, what we're here to do is to embrace our differences in a way that uplifts, us, uplifts ourselves and in turn uplifts others. We can think that it's safer to not embrace our differences, that society doesn't allow it, but that's so not true. I've been watching a lot of movies and shows lately. This is a new me, which I'm embracing because I've previously spent a lot of time switching off for them, from them. <laughs> but now I like to watch for the differences in films and it's the uniqueness that we find in the beauty. Schitt's Creek is a really good example of this. All the characters in that show are eccentric in some way. Some of them are a bit more normal and therefore more socially acceptable. But think about it. Moira, OMG. She's a shit show day in and day out, yet we look for the beauty in her. Johnny, I often wonder how he doesn't seriously, like, think seriously, this is my life, then I just have to leave. But he never did. He always stayed. David, sweet but cutting. He was dangerous, but we all fell in love with him, and especially when Patrick came in. That was hilarious. Alexis, mm, her little touching of the nose and flirting and dumbness killed me at the start, but she grew and she was so much fun. Twyla, 
didn't you want to kill her when you first met her? Like, seriously, how does she even get through life? These are, the pe- these are people in the real world. They're out there and they're loving life. Whilst we're trapped in our stories of normality, our there's only one way to live and my way is the right way. I was at a Tony Robbins date with Destiny um, a few years back, back in 2017, and he said, picture this. Now, what I'm going to describe to you is my embellished version for your mind's sake. There's a little girl sitting at a desk. She has everything beautifully in place, her diary right in front of her as she sits down, and a gorgeous pen with a plume of feathers on the end of it. Her beloved toy pony to her right, her pencil cutter to her left, and with all beautifully sharpened pencils in it, a colouring in book on her left, and in front of her, when she's looking ahead, is a photo of her favourite pop star. Sitting at her desk makes her feel happy, and she loves colouring in and writing in her diary in that space. Each morning, she sits down to write in her diary. Each afternoon, she comes back and colours all um, and all the while making sure everything is put back in place when she's finished. One day, her dad comes into the room and says, what are you doing, princess? Colouring, daddy, is her response. And he says, oh, it looks beautiful. And he sits on the edge of her desk to watch. Don't sit there, daddy. That's where my colouring in book goes. Curiously, he looks at her. And then he picks up a pencil from her colouring or a pencil caddy. And she says, oh, daddy, you can only pick up a pencil if you're colouring in. You'll need to put that back, please. Hmm, he thought. He put the pencil back and he picked up her toy pony and moved it from the right side of her desk and put it on the left side of her desk where the colouring in would normally go. No, daddy, my pony lives here and he gets very sad if he's not in his home. He looked at his sweet girl and said, I love you for all of your desires. But honey, I want you to know something. There's only one way to be perfect and a billion ways to be imperfect. And if you focus on only ever being perfect, you're going to miss out on so much in life. So what are you missing out on in life by being perfect, by being right? What are you missing out on by telling others they've done something wrong? What are you missing out on and missing colour? Where is the colour missing in your life? Everyone around you provides an opportunity for you to grow and learn, an opportunity for you to see things differently. Seek out those people who help you see things differently because they're going to help you grow. We often say stay in the comfort of the people who do things like we do. But that means everything stays the same and we miss out on learning so much more. Steve Jobs did things differently and we have Apple computers. Louise Hay did things differently and we have all her teachings and learnings even before self-help was trendy. Shana Wayne did things differently. She gave up drinking alcohol and now she has a charity and a safe space for others from the bush, the Australian bush, wanting to do the same. What are you going to do differently? Love more? Listen more? Be more open? I told you earlier that I'd tell you the secret about how to make the shift from something being right or wrong to being open about exploring it. 
And that secret is just by being curious. Curiosity may have killed the cat, but that was after 50 million different adventures that the cat went on and frankly at 15 years of age, the cat died happy. Curiosity is giving your brain permission to not freak out because it's telling you we know the right way. But when we're curious, our brain starts to think, ooh, could we learn something different here? And if not, we still know the right way. It's going to feel murky to you. It's not going to be comfortable and that's okay because it's okay to be uncomfortable. There's nothing wrong here. To inspire you, this is what I've learnt, or some of the things I've learnt by being uncomfortable. That essential oils are one of my tools, and using them daily is just something I do. That grilling chicken on medium heat means I don't dry the crap out of it, and the slower process allows for the meat to brown more evenly. It also allows me time to prepare the salad that goes with it. That slowing down is okay, that I don't have to be in a rush, and I can still achieve everything I want in life from that slowdown space. That learning something new, like a new way to do finances, means I get to grow and my brain gets to expand in ways I could have never seen before. That in giving up chocolate for 12 months, as this podcast is being recorded, I'm 11 month, uh, 9 months and 11 days down, not long to go, uh, that I know that I don't want to give chocolate up forever, that I want to experience the joy of eating good quality chocolate made by an amazing chocolatier, but that doesn't need, but I don't need it to to use it like a drug, one that was my equivalent of speed, keeping me on the fast track. That meditation is the most amazing gift I can give to myself, and when I get the chance to meditate with others, I know that my vibration is going to rise. That by taking my singing bowl back to our crystal crystal shop and learning how to play it would be an incredible experience, one that I get to practice every day. And on top of that, I bought three new amazing crystals, of course, one that absorbs EMFs in my home, a pendulum that that I learned to use in the shop, and I can now use it to ask questions when I need guidance. Can I just say that I've never felt a crystal aligned to my heart like this one did. Never, like truly never. It was just an amazing experience. So next time you go into a crystal shop, work with the person that's there, ask them lots of questions about it and align with that crystal. And the third crystal was a crystal to support my lungs. It's been magical and we're only a few days into it. So it's really cool. By getting curious your life starts to expand, which can be scary because you think, well, I'm doing a lot already. But let me tell you, so much that you don't want to do will start to drop off or so much of what you need to do will become more joyful because you live life in that joyful state. Get curious today. Let go of wrong or right. Know it has a place in some areas of your life and that's okay, but play around with the other areas that you don't need to be wrong or right about and see what you can create. Thank you for joining me today and please hop over to either my website, Instagram or business Facebook page and share your key takeaways from this episode. If you're keen to uplevel your life and create a new path 
that aligns with you, I'd love to chat to you and support you on your journey. So head over to my website and book in a free initial coaching session and let's talk about what you want to create in your life because it's totally possible to live a life you love right where you are. And next week, I'm going to chat to you about the stages of change. Yep, there are five stages to change, which can take you from not doing something to totally acing it and empowering you to create anything you want in your life. I'm excited. Are you? See you in the next episode.